Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Glad you're with us on the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. DA with you. You can always get this PGP by downloading the PGP on iTunes. It's got its own iTunes feed. Also, Permission Granted Podcast available on our website, daoncbs.com. Now, Mraz joins me, and there is only one topic to talk about, obviously, this week, and that is the escalation of the Long Island Flag Football League. And now Mr. Six joining us on the show on Friday morning. This has got everybody buzzing. Yeah, it's amazing. In the period of time in which we thought would be a popping time of sports, the Stanley Cup, the NBA Finals, we find ourselves knee-deep invested in LIFFL controversy as we steam towards the playoffs. Yeah. And so I reached out to Mr. Six yesterday. I love how we're putting Mr. Six on his name, too. (laughs) And we went from Six to Mr. Six. On this show. I want to give him the proper respect he deserves. And I reached out to him on Facebook because you had said he blocked you, right? Uh, yes. But since the block has been lifted. So, well, you didn't know that yesterday. No, it was I did still, not. The embargo was still on. And so I reached out to him and I said, you know, I'd like to know if you'd like to join us on the show. I know that you've probably heard that we've been talking about the, the incident. I said, I'd like you to be able to share your side of the story. I said, I think it would lend more balance to the show. And Sean is known as a bit of an agitator. And then I said, here's when the show is on. Thanks so much, DA. I thought this was a private message that I had sent to him and him only. I didn't realize that Mr. Six was a psychopath because Mr. Six... (laughs) quickly screenshotted this private message I sent him and posted it everywhere, basically laughing at me. Yeah, he sent it out almost as if, like, you were the girl in college sending the nudes to the boyfriend. He turns around and sends it to the whole frat house. Yeah, you can't trust Mr. Six. No, not, not at all. Not with a secret. Not at all. And I, I, that's why I don't understand why you put respect on the name with the mister. So I had kind of... I... <sighs> Not going to lie, I probably waxed him a little bit. Yeah, first of all, you should have my back. You called me an agitator to him. You really tried to rope him in with the fishing line. Well, because you are a bit of an agitator, but I I did think that if I showed impartiality, 
he would think, okay, this is a safe house to come join and discuss. Because if I'm like, hey, man, we've been talking about you, he knows we work together. He's thinking, oh, if I go on that show, it's just a bunch of haters. So I wanted to show him that I'm not just a hater. Haters. So LeVar Ball's really in your head now at this point. That's what I'm thinking. He's thinking we are a bunch of haters. We better not have a Leahy ready to interview him behind us. And so I wanted to make sure he he thought that we were balanced and that I, I could see maybe some of the flaws in your story. I didn't okay. realize he was going to broadcast this to everyone. And everybody, not just his friends. He took it to the league website. He took it to his Instagram. He took it to his Facebook. So inadvertently, I ruined your reputation within the league by me calling you an agitator. Yes, because now everybody in the league has seen this private message and they think, well, if Sean's quote-unquote boy is calling him an agitator and he just acted like Mr. Innocent, well, who are we to believe here? Not Sean. Yeah, I know. I know that. I've become the league bad boy now when all I was doing was breaking up an altercation. So he posts this, and then he gets back to you and says, what time we doing this? Basically, what time we doing this? I know y'all keep talking about me. What day? So we set up Friday. We've set up now a time. And on top of that, uh, I guess, you know, we could break a little news here on the PGP. We thought this would be over the phone but he will be in the area of the studio. Unreal. He says he's working in Manhattan that day. Yeah. Now, the question is, do we buy that he's working in Manhattan that day, or does he just want in on the studio and he's just telling I me? I saw his Facebook page. I'd be surprised if work takes him around the area. <laughs> <laughs> he does not strike me. <laughs> he does not strike me as traveling for work much. Yeah, well, so maybe he just wants <laughs> in on the studio. Maybe he's looking for the FaceTime I, there's a couple avenues here that have struck me since he's posted this on the league website, and I think this speaks to maybe why he wants to come in studio. I think he's starting to believe his own star a little bit. Mm. And I think he thinks by coming on this show nationally, a very well-known show, that he's going to take off. Maybe the NFL finds him. Yeah. Maybe you know some kind of TV. He becomes like a TV star finds him. And I've thought about this more in discussions with my team in the past hour we have to wonder if now his focus is not necessarily on the playoffs here. Oh, yeah. And if his focus now is becoming the wrong place because he's starting to buy his own hype and his own star, and he won't be focused on the task at hand, which is winning playoff games. Yeah. He's like one of these backup tight ends that gets to the Super Bowl media week or media day and then suddenly wants to become a star and then gets totally shut down to the Super Bowl. And it should be noted as well that we are in the Long Island Flag Football League in the lowest of talented <laughs> divisions. <laughs> The D division. You're in the D division. The D division, which is the the funniest part about this, because there are far better teams in the A or the B or even the C. So we are in the lowest rung of this flag football league. He is now born into this star. Oh my! God. And the point that the league is messaging me that our lowest division now is the division with all the buzz happening. <laughs> it's really become insanity, top to bottom. So I'm really anxious to see what he has to say. And again, we made this joke on the air. Friday's DA show, especially on the WatchDA.com web stream, is going to be one for the ages because we have the combination of Anthony Michael Hall in studio <laughs> and six from the Long Island Flag Football League. And they said when we moved time slots, we wouldn't be able to get away with what we got away with at night. And this is going to be the morning after game one of the NBA <laughs> freaking finals. <laughs> You know it's going to be like an epic three-overtime game, too. Yeah. All right, we go to 16 candles. We go to the Central Ice <laughs> Fields in Long Island, and away we go. So, Mr. Six in studio, and he says the truth will be heard. 
He says the truth will be heard, y'all. That's that's been his rallying cry the last twenty four hours. The truth will be heard. What have you thought about the line of questioning you're going to give him? Are you going to softball him easy and then hit him with the hard stuff? Well, I don't know. If there is hard stuff besides what was your recollection of the events and. What did you think happened? Why did you punch Mraz? Do you feel it was warranted? Do you wish you didn't do it? You know, do you feel like you've got a bad reputation? Is it an unfair reputation? Why do you have okay. the ticket? Hey, well, when I asked you if you had a couple questions, I didn't know you had 20 ready to go. Well, I mean, we got to get to the bottom of this incident. Are also, we going to ask him why his nickname is Six? Why is your nickname Six? What do the tattoos stand for? What's the tier for? Okay, uh, we're going to ask a teardrop question here. What's the truth? What is the truth that needs to be told? This is going to be fascinating. Um, Are you scared because the last time you saw him, there was an altercation? I am scared because this week, this past week, <laughs> the league made sure we didn't play at the same field because I think they didn't want the police coming. So I have not seen him since I basically ran to my car and sped <laughs> off. And now he's going to be my place of work. Like, this this is not a comfortable situation for me at all. This is spiraled out of control so dramatically. And the league is chewing on its fingernails now because he keeps pumping it on there. So a lot of the league members now, now that they know the time, are going to set aside time to go to watchda.com or listen on cbssportsradio.com and go make sure they hear this interview with Six because they want to know what's going on here with the Long Island Flag football controversy. Please, they, it's Mr. Six. It's Mr. Six. <laughs> they want all parts of this, and the league now is is worried because anybody on Long Island that's going to go listen to this or, quite frankly, across the country and watch this, they're worried about the league's reputation here, that this could maybe turn negative for the league in a big <laughs> way. Like the publicity, this could be like when the Knicks had to oust Isaiah Thomas, you know? But I feel like the Long Island Flag Football League, especially in Division D, has got to like that there's like a Hollywood Henderson type. He's got to like there's a Jose Canseco, a guy that's just a, a live wire willing to say anything and be the villain. It's true. You put a microphone in front of his face, and that's the thing. He hasn't had a microphone in front of his face. He's only had a keyboard in front of his face. We are putting a microphone in front of this wild man's face. And this is a guy who thinks he's about to play in Super Bowl Thirty Six. basically. One of my buddies who listens all the time, asks, hey, what does Mr. Six look like? And I said, he looks like a mean Doug Glanville. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, he's the politically there. Doesn't he kind of? He does have a Doug Glanville tinge, I would say. Um, now that you said that, I pro- I might have gone Kenny Lofton earlier, but okay. I think Glanville's a better uh, okay. a better way of putting it. Yeah, and I think when us... But he looks like a mean version. He's a mean version. I think a lot of people maybe on the air think this could be shtick or bit. Uh, when I tell you this man's legitimately crazy, <laughs> he is crazy. Like, on his personal Facebook page, we all would have our standard picture. You know, us on vacation, the wife, the girlfriend. His picture is him with some woman dancing on his lap, but it's a video in video form. He's figured out, like, Facebook video. And he lives the life like he's James Franco in the movie Spring Breakers. Like, I, that's, that's the reputation I get, or the feel I get. I don't know how he's doing this. His whole life's a party, and he thinks he's the star of all stars. That's why I'm a little skeptical that work is bringing him to Manhattan. On Friday, suddenly, for him to show up. It just happens to be that day that he'll be in in work. I think he just wants in on the camera. So. Rather than the phone. Maybe he's worried we just hang up on him. So the league also, though, is split because it's kind of creating camp small blocks and camp young guns. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's definitely a distinct divide between, and I've noticed on the message boards, a lot of people like, you know, you tell them six, like people not playing for them, and, and people, because we kind of have a target on our back as young guns because we've had such a good year that I guess teams don't like us, but then there are the guys who have played maybe small blocks that don't like them who are like, oh, it's about time somebody, you know, stuck up against these guys. And it's really, and I talked to somebody in the league, I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want to get them in trouble here, <laughs> who's basically said we really need this to be young guns for small blocks in round two. And it has me wondering, as we enter the first round, the wild card round, as they say this weekend, if we and the small blocks in our separate games are going to get benefit of the doubt calls. Wow. I wonder if the... For TV ratings. Yeah, I wonder if the officials have been told by the league, hey, if they lose fairly, lose fairly, but anything close... Give it to the young guns. Give it to small blocks. We need this in round two from the publicity. Because if this is all happening this week, could you imagine <laughs> oh the anticipation of a rematch next week nationally? I mean, we're going to have listeners in Nashville and Tuscaloosa descending upon Long Island in anticipation of an LIFFL D division playoff game. You know, I think about the 2009 NBA postseason when Nike had the Kobe and LeBron puppets. Yes. And they were preparing for that finals. And then LeBron got knocked off by the Magic in the Eastern Finals, and we got Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard versus Kobe. Long Island flag football really wants you versus six in the divisional round. I could definitively say they want it. They need it. They need it. They absolutely need it because if one of us is knocked off and this half of rivalry goes away, the playoffs lose some luster now. They just do. Or at least the focus goes back up to maybe the B division, but not on this stage. Yes, the D division spotlight. They need this in the they D need division. This. It's almost like when Bettman was on, you know, chewing with his fingernails, hoping the Senators didn't make the cup. Yeah. He got the Penguins in the cup and ratings have been good. He needs the young guns and small blocks here in round two. How much better are the A division than you guys? Well, they're a lot more organized. I would say in the D division, I noticed you could absolutely have players that are talented enough to play in A. But the, the thing is, we're basically drawing plays in our hand here. We're, we're in the dirt moving sticks around <laughs> and rocks and going, all right, you got to do this, you got to do that. You get up to A, they got the you know the, the flappable wristbands, they're mm. calling audibles at the line, the speed's a little different, there's less mm -hmm. Mississippis on the rush, <laughs> the, the speed of the game picks up. So yeah, talent you could play, it's organization and speed-wise that changes as you move up the rungs. I would love to have one of you guys play in the A division and me do a post-game interview and the first question being like, so, um, you know, what's the biggest difference at this level? And you guys are going, you know, I think it's just the speed of the game. <laughs> Just a lot faster, you know. You <laughs> it's exactly what it's going to feel like. Now, the real question is, if we do meet in round two, do you have to come with a camera for a no matter of Facebook Live? Does that almost have to happen for our listeners? It's it's on the docket. Look, it's it's in it's in. It's how on. do you how do you sell that to your girlfriend? Hey, gotta go watch Mraz play flag football. It's big for the show. <laughs> Got to be a big crowd. I, mean, I think the LFL needs rally towels if that goes down. That will be one of the biggest things that happens in Long Island this summer. That, the block party, and maybe a big Ducks game? Yeah. That's yeah. That's about the, the list. Now, tell me if you think this is a bad idea, mm. because this is going to tie into sports-wise mm -hmm. and us. Mm -hmm. There have been some of us on the show or on the team that have discussed, if we beat small blocks, that we will replicate... Don't get too ahead of yourselves. I know, but this would require two wins. We would replicate the Giants on the boat picture with me with my shirt off with Tim's and jeans. Oh, my god! And a few of us all dressed like that on our friend's boat and oh take a picture and post it and say, hey, small blocks, enjoying this win. 
That has been the ongoing discussion. We don't know if that's tasteless or if that has to be done. I think it has to be done going into that game. Oh, you think going into that game? Because that was the pre-playoff game picture. So if that's taken, let's say... That would be after this weekend's win. If we go, let's say, Monday evening, sunset behind us. Yes. There I am, jeans in the Tims, my gut (laughs) pouring over with a bunch of other buddies on the team with all our shirts off, kind of, you know, dressed and tough and say, hey, small blocks, we're coming for you. Yes. That has got to be it because... I think that's a picture could go viral. There's no question. There's no question. And it will really tick off the small blocks, yeah. too. But do we want to poke the bear? I think they're Is it too poked. much of a wuss move to get out and do it after that game? No, because, no, it is you're ready for them. They've already been poked. I mean, true. their star is going to be. Nothing else is going to stir that hornet's nest. No. So you like the idea. I the love the idea. I love the idea. I had the Tims. I had the jeans. I'd be shirtless. <laughs> I think it would really sell the whole thing. <laughs> We've we've bantered around that topic. Oh, I love that idea. So things have heated up here. I can't believe that this has taken off. I've got people texting me going, "This is going to be epic." This this interview. I can't wait for Mister Six. What is he? What's he going to sound like? You better have the dump button ready. Well, the dump button better be ready. And I'm going to have to warn him. Now, listen, this is a man who didn't listen to me the first time, punched me in the face. So I hope he listens to me at my place of work and uh, does not curse because we can't have that. There are just some things that I kind of can't believe take off the way that they do, and this is one of them. That yeah. it, auto- it just automatically grabbed the listeners. Yeah, especially because all it started with was me coming into work with a mark on my nose, you saying, how'd you get that mark in the nose? And I'm telling you, well, I got punched in the face at the end of a flag football game. You said, I don't want to hear the story. I want to hear it first on the air. And we took <laughs> right. it to the air. Next thing we know, we put out the video. It takes off like crazy. Listeners can't get enough of it tweeting about it. The league can't get enough about it. And now it's it's become a, we have to finish this story. The plot didn't end. There's no question. And you guys better freaking win this weekend. A lot if, of pressure. And, if, and listen. If this, Small Blocks wins and you guys don't pull your part of it, oh. Our quarterback, Flood, good guy, has stressed to us, we're on to HMD. That's the team <laughs> we're playing. Please focus on HMD. We need to focus on HMD. Because we only beat them by one score in the regular season. So we're definitely feeling the pressure, especially because we have an X on our back. We are Vegas favorites out of our division mm. to go make a run here. Because what's your record? We are 6-2, and two, but the last game, we basically had eight guys and played it like a fourth preseason game. We didn't want to show anybody anything. So is si- you guys were 6-1 and one going into the six final. 6-1 and one with the one seed locked up. I wanted to do the Coughlin, put the foot on the gas, <laughs> and, and play for 7-1. and Because that's the right thing to do. I think that's, that's the right thing to do. respecting the game. However, Flood made the decision, <laughs> hey guys, it's Memorial Day weekend. Anybody doesn't want to show, don't show, and we're not going to show anything. We didn't run a regular offense and we lost to a team that was out of the playoffs and our record looks diminished now at six and two because of it and I hope that we do, that it doesn't come back to bite us here this round. You wanted to respect the game. You have to respect the game. <laughs> if you've played that well all year and you're going for seven and one, keep the foot on the gas, keep the momentum going. Now we could sputter a little bit. What if we get off to a slow start Sunday and we're feeling the added pressure because of the show? I don't know, Pete, if we could survive that. <laughs> the playoff pedigree isn't there. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. Well, we wait Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time in studio. Mr. Six will join us. Who knows what to believe? Uh, You got Joe D here on side B. Joe D is coming up on side B. He's another one in my list of people I have to get to that was bashing what has been happening in side B since his departure. Calling everybody out. Although you waited until the last question last week to get to Ward. Well, you got to soften them up. Yeah, but you don't have to soften them up with 95% of the interview not about that question. We got to keep people listening. 
Nah, you were soft on that. <laughs> you got to go after these guys. All right. Well, hopefully you talk I, a good game when they're not in front of you. Hopefully, I go after Joe. Plus, I just want to talk to Joe. I haven't talked to him in forever. Yeah, so how's we'll, he doing? Well, we'll find out on side B, won't we? Side B, Joe D, right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, and welcome to Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B on the PGP. You know, last week we had James Jimbo Ward on Side B of the PGP because James is a former member of the DA Show and still uh, an outside contributor, if you will. We like to rotate him in on the PGP, and he had some criticisms, and it was getting evident that with Pete the body, making a lot of uh, headway on side B, that James Ward was getting jealous. But James Ward wasn't the only one getting jealous. I've been receiving text messages from several former PGP side beers and DA showers, and one of them joins me now. So if you're new to the, uh, if you've been with the DA show only since the move to the new time slot, this guy I'm about to put on, you're gonna have no idea who he is. But he's a funny character. If you are familiar with the DA show from the evenings, you know very well who this is, and that's Jolton Joe Deluizio back. From the dead, Joe, what's up? Shawnee, what is up? It is great to finally be back on the PGP. I've been listening religiously to the new time slot, to the PGP, and damn it, it's just not the same without me. Yeah, okay, so let's just get right into that and address it, because we addressed it with James last week. You are not aware, or weren't aware until last week, that James and Kenny both have been texting me, just like you have, like like ex-girlfriends or ex-boyfriends just who can't get over, like you're a jealous ex. What is going on? Uh, We're extremely jealous because we know how fun and how great it is to be part of the DA show and be, you know, do the PGP. And and we took pride in doing it. And we kind of always, at least uh, James and I, we always kind of like argued amongst each other of, you know, who would get their shot at the PGP that week. Great. I was grateful that it was usually me, let's be honest, because I were to be there. Right, exactly. you were in studio on the right days. Exactly. So it happened to be me, so I was grateful for that. And, you know, like, it's tough listening to something that just, you know, quite frankly, isn't as good anymore. Come on, how can you say it's not as good? The PGP no, I, is still getting the clicks. We're still good, man. The PGP is still good. I, I love Part A. I love you and Part B. I mean, I'm not a fan of the body. <sighs> and you're just throwing them right out like that. You know, poor well, Pete. Let me defend my guy Pete here for a second. Wait, me to say you want me to beat around the bush i'm gonna tell you how it is i you know he doesn't bring no character no personality uh i think he brings i I think he brings some character and some personality pete's a good dude i love working with him i've known him for a long time and you got to realize something he it was almost like uh let's use the sports equivalent here all right let's take the clippers right the clippers are probably about to have their whole core blown up that's kind of what happened with the da show but you know what? You keep a couple solid pieces, like maybe Blake Griffin sticks around and DeAndre Jordan, but Chris Paul's gone. Maybe you were you or James are combined with Chris Paul. Well, you know what? If you're bringing in your Carmelo, your Bellotti, or somebody like that, there's going to be some chemistry issues at the beginning, and that's what we're working out on the PGP. I don't, yeah, think, but you, I te- I don't think you've given I it te- enough time. I tell you what, though. He's a seasoned veteran. He's got to be able to get into the lineup and play the game and make an impact right away, and I just don't see that happening. Now, if you weren't, yourself, and you weren't uh, an ex-scorn lover, and James Ward was an ex-scorn lover, would you feel this way, or are you just listening, putting yourself in that position, and and basically being a baby about it? I'm, I'm it's a little bit of both. I'm jealous. I want to be on the PGP. I miss doing the PGP. I miss the show. I miss you guys. Well, you're here now. 
Yeah, I'm great, and I and I and I'm very happy that I'm here. And I'm explaining to you my emotions. You're like my therapist right now. Uh, all right. Well, there's a couple things I want to hit with you real quickly. Well, not even real quickly because we got all the time in the world, I guess, right? Um, okay. First of all, for those mm. for those who remember you from the evenings, you and yeah. those of you who are listening who aren't aware who Joe is, Joe was basically what Pete the Body Bilotti was. He was associate producer, Wheels of Steel. He split that time with James Ward. We had uh, almost like a, uh, what do they call that in baseball, platoon situation. And you left to go take a job at a uh, college that is taking care of your degree, and you're uh, pretty high up in whatever their communications department, or I don't know why they gave you this job, but you have a much more important job than anybody here. How do you like your new gig? I love it. I would be lying if I said I didn't. I enjoy it. The hours are great. Working with students are great. It's a, it's a very fun now that uh, at one point the my uh, f- my former professors are now colleagues of mine, it's a it's a very different environment. It's much more professional. There's much you know, more I, professional. So we're not professional back at CBS Sports Radio. Oh uh, uh, no, not at all. I, I I don't walk into the newsroom to a bunch of you know guys standing around farting talk, talking sports. Let's be honest. Oh, you know, heaven forbid. That's a great environment to walk into. I love walking I, into this environment. I mean, yeah, it's it's great, but at the same time, it's like, am I even at work right now? Like, what is this place? I mean, I got you at six, at, you know, at six thirty. The big guy's gone, and you're in shorts because you're too hot with your jeans. <laughs> I can't do I that mean, anymore know, in these hours. I know summer's right around the corner, and you just stole the words right out of your mouth. You're not pulling that stunt this year. No, 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 no. I'm in the jeans the whole way. Although I am bringing gym shorts for when my shift ends at about two fifty-five Eastern. Uh, if I mean, I'm done with CBS Sportsman, I run out the door to the train in my gym clothes to make sure that I don't become, quite frankly, a fatter lord than I already am when I get to the gym. Because oh, if I go oh. home, it's 99, which has been addressed here on the PGP. I mean, who are you kidding? You put the gym clothes on to be comfortable, to, you know, spread your legs open when you're on the LIRR for an extra six hours. And then you go right home because you're annoyed and you go eat. Let's be honest, Sean. It's you're not, not fooling anyone. It, you're not I, going to the gym. I am going to the gym, Joe. I look great, man. I weighed in my lowest I have since Thanksgiving. I have those first couple weeks on this shift, I was teetering the wrong direction. I've been teetering in the right direction for a while now, which I think is really good. I call lies. I Uh, call bull on that. No, well, all I've heard on the all I've heard on the PGP is how you just keep gaining weight and you keep eating. Same thing on the show. Today you're talking about donuts on Tuesday. And it wasn't the card donuts. All right, so you just peeled back something here for me, Joe. You just okay. mentioned that you were listening to the show on Tuesday, and I get the feeling you're listening to the show a lot of times at your desk. So now here's my next question for you, twofold. Number one, do you actually do any work, or do you just listen to the DA show every day? I'll I tell you what, I love the new time slot, It's on, especially on Fridays. On Fridays, the school has half-day Fridays, so essentially I come in, I do some do some busy work, and I listen to the DA show, and I go home, and I enjoy the weekend. It's great. Are you, and I'll tell you, are you listening every day at your desk, or are you watching the stream? No, I'm listening. I've I've uh, I've watched the stream a few times at my desk, but I'm mostly listening. I'll be honest. I think I'm listening more now than I was when I was actually working on the show. <laughs> okay, so your thoughts on the show in the new time slot? Because we like to ask anybody who has been around the show at night or the daytime, like, do, is there? Do you feel like something's missing? And don't just say because you're missing. Or do you feel like we have picked up where we left off and we are doing the same show? No, what I like is that you guys haven't changed the show. Right, and that was that was the big concern, I guess, when you guys moved time slots. Like, what segments were going to stay? What was what should we not include? And really, everything is still there, and that's what makes it really good. Instead of having to you know go through and cut things out, you haven't added and you you brought back target demo, which is I think is a great segment, and 
I just think overall for, you know, for newer listeners, it's, it's an easy listen. And for the listeners that followed us, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they're not getting anything new. It's the same product, which I think is great. Well, this is Mraz here on Side B of the PGP with Jolton, Joe D'Aloisio, former member of the DA show, making a little return to the PGP. So, Joe, oh boy, now, see, as I'm talking to you, more and more things I hadn't thought of are you know coming what? That to was my great- mind. That was a great reset. Have you been practicing your reels? I've been. I was hammering it when uh, I was there, but who knows if the body's helping you out there? I am a professional, Joe. Thank you very much. I am a professional. As uh, our production guy Doug Desher just burst through the door here as you were answering that. I think he thought nobody was in here, but them's the brakes, kid. The, we are rolling on I, the PGP here. I guess the lights are off, and you you slouch down like a sack of potatoes. Joe, <laughs> you just nailed my exact position. I am slouched like a, a sack of potatoes, and the lights are off because my eyes were hurting me. So, yes, that is the exact zone I'm in right now. You know what? Some things never change because when I was sitting right next to you back a few months ago, you were doing the same thing. So, so that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Okay, so now <laughs> the couple of things I forgot about that I need to ask you. Every, okay. Every once in a while, I'll get a tweet from Joel in Green Bay. However... Because I don't believe we're on 107.5 The Fan in Green Bay anymore, Joel is definitely listening less. Like, he does listen occasionally, but he's definitely listening less. And Joel in Green Bay was a longtime listener on the evenings. And somebody that you paddled around with and befriended, (laughs) for some reason he had your number because you met up with him in Green Bay. Do you still talk to Joel in Green Bay? And if you have, have you two discussed the DA show since we've moved? Yes, I, uh, I still talk to Joel. Again, not as frequently. And I don't think he's listening as much like you just mentioned, just because we aren't on in that affiliate at that time. But I have I have uh, spoken to him a few times. Really nothing about the show, actually more Packer-related. And I think the last time I spoke to Joel, he asked me to give him Jay Berman's phone number, and I oh. didn't answer Joel. And I didn't give Jay Berman the number. But if Jay does get me upset, then I will give Joel his number. Wow, so that's something you're going to hold against Jay Berman. Okay, so Joel has not contacted you since you basically didn't answer him and act like you didn't get the message. Yeah, basically. Okay, have you talked to Jay Berman a lot since leaving? Um, Every now and then I'll shoot him a text, say, big guy, how you doing? He just tells me how he hates his life, so that hasn't changed. <laughs> um, yeah, not, you know, uh, you guys threw me a, a little powwow before, you know, after I left, and I haven't really seen anyone since. I miss, I miss everyone. Yeah, we got to get together, that's for sure. Oh, and this is the other thing I have to see. This is what's great about talking to Joe. Things, so many things come into light. One thing that we always document on the show, Joe, and I'm sure our listeners have to know what's going on with basically a girl you had started dating just as you were about to leave, and your hoochie mama life was over. Are you still the ho- seeing the girl, the, or is the, the hoochie ho- mama life back on? No, the hoochie mama lifestyle has officially departed. It is no longer with me as of right now. As um, of right now, very telling quote. Uh, not very telling, but you just never know what uh what you know what could happen day to day. So, but as of right now, I'm happily in a relationship and uh, enjoying life. Okay, is you, and your mother loves the girl. Are we cooking yeah, sausage mother- for her or what? You know, she, she's learning. She's learning. She's not Italian, but she's learning the ropes, which is good. We got we, her in the minor leagues right now, so she's got to get her reps in. Uh, okay, and uh, can we get a mother impersonation? Has she found any more condoms? Uh, thankfully, she hasn't found any more uh, condoms, but she's on the verge. Of, Joe, you've got to get out of the house. You're making too much of mess. <laughs> so I have been making mess. My room's been a disaster still. That hasn't changed. She then yells at me, but then proceeds to clean it. Do you remember she actually? The- I was yes, just say, do, do you remember the show on VH1, like, I Love New York? Yes. I don't know why it's dawned on, but you are Frank the Entertainer from that show. Basically, living in mom's basement, she's cooking you the Italian food, you're dating whatever women you want. It's pretty amazing. 
No, I don't think so. I mean, I I, I like yeah. to say I'm living a more reserved life than Frank the Entertainer. Well, now you is that are. even his name? I don't know. I forgot. But I, that guy, that guy, just you don't you remember the guy? Come on. Uh, when was that show on the air? When I was like three. That's a good. I guess that show was on a long time ago. That was Flavor of Love. Then it was I Love New York. Those shows are great. I could get enough of that TV. Flavor of Love. What the hell is that? That was Flavor Flavor Flav had like a, basically a show that was like The Bachelor, and Flavor Flav was The Bachelor, and he had a bunch of hoochie mamas at a house, and they were all vying for his love. And, oh, wow. and one of the women on there was was a woman he gave the nickname to New York, and then she basically became like VH1's version of The Bachelorette. And she had the show, and one of the guys on there was this guy, Frank the Entertainer, who I think ended up getting his own show after that. VH1 had a good run of those shows, and I, they were must-see TV, let me tell you. Yeah. Now, that not explains why you're a mediocre national sports radio producer. You have all the time to watch these crap VH1 shows. First of all, I was watching them when I was in high school. Second of all, don't call me mediocre. I'm very good at what I do. You just uh, credited me with my reset. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that has nothing to do with your uh, producing abilities. I think you're talented to talk on air. I'm not sure about your producing abilities, though. You're a disgrace. Well, all right, when are we going to get you back in studio? Can you come in studio any day? You're working every day. What's the deal? Uh, I work every day, but you know what? For the DA show, I could, you know, I could see if I could sneak out. A little extended lunch, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I mean, it would be more like a day off because of the new time slot, but I think I could make it work. All right, now listen, before I let you go. But, hold on, I, I, have a, I have a request. If I come in studio, I, I expect to be. I expect to play 10 questions. Woo! Joe wants to come in studio and play ten questions. Well, Joe, I gotta be honest. When July hits and I don't have that many guests and I've burned through the whole book, we might need you to come in and play ten questions. It may not be a want. Well, hopefully, the big guy down the hall isn't uh, listening for that segment. Otherwise, yeah, we'll, that'd we'll, be the last time. There. We'll pick a week the boss is on vacation. How about that? Oh, that sounds like a better. Plan. And I won't include <laughs> you on the guest email I mail out either. That would be good. Except I know the affiliates out in Dallas and in in the Bay Area really want to hear what I say. So we've got to cut some of that audio up and send it that way. Well, I can do that after the interview. Don't worry. Well, real quickly, are you are you still working for, or writing for Lombardi Ave? I am. I'm not churning out as many uh, as many articles as I used to be doing, and the podcast has hit a little bit of a uh, of a dull because I don't have the studio, uh, the studio access like I used to, but I am still writing for Lombardi Ave, yes. All right, so that could be the angle. Why don't you use a student radio station at your college? Uh, I can, but we don't have a phone line, which is an issue. Ah, oh, sounds like a great program you came from. Uh, I, I did. It, it is a great program, and it's better than SUNY or Westbury or whatever Westbury you went to. Don't take the shot Actually. at that. All right, Joe, you want to um, give a Twitter plug on your way out the door here? Uh, sure. I mean, it's a little complicated now, but at Joe underscore. Get ready for this one, folks. D-A-L-O-I. S I O. I think I spelled it right. Oh my! Can we get a can we get a shorter Twitter handle, Joe? Who's gonna follow I mean, you I again? I, I don't know how the. I was thinking of a shorter one, but I really couldn't think of one. Joe D Packers. Nothing like that could could work. Well, is that? I mean, that's just as long. Except, I mean, that it's English. Oh, jeez, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. All right, we well, can follow me on Twitter at Mraz CBS and Instagram. The same deal, Joe. I hope we see you soon. And thanks for stopping by the PGP. Anytime, Johnny. Love you guys. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.